The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday and welcome to The Early Edge. We have a really great show with kind of a special guest popping in, at least a special Friday guest popping in. Uh, let's let's try to have another good day. Speaking of another good day, let's check out what we did yesterday. Five, two, and one. I push one of my golf bets. I win the other one pretty easily. And Larry, two and oh. Prop Stars hits his. Tim Doyle hits his. Absolutely love it. And... I got to tell you, I'm feeling pretty confident. I'm looking at the picks today, and I'm feeling pretty confident. Hopefully, everybody's Friday has started off well. I see everybody in the chat. CID, I see Emoshi, I see Gregory Hill, Josh, uh, Vibe Tribe, Bradley Jacobs, Chris Kish is in here, Mark Thomas. Maybe y'all are dropping some soccer picks, some basketball picks, but we'll have plenty of that for you. But you know, on Fridays, we do it a little different. We got a different type of crew here and a different type of vibe. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to Big Pick Energy Friday. Let's go! Let's go! Oh, I love this crew. Well, we're missing buckets, and word on the street is he knew I was going to challenge him in a soccer showdown, and he just couldn't take it after losing yet another golf showdown yesterday. So you'll see him next week. No worries about buckets. We got prop stars in here, but prop stars, I got to put you on hold just for a second because you know as well as anybody because you're always in the chat on Friday. You know that today is special because it is big pick energy but it's also special because if you missed your morning coffee if you missed your single or double espresso well good news because we got the chip me up right here right now chip how's it going good morning see you good morning mike good morning danny good morning proppy thanks for propping in good morning jake good morning early edge fam here with that battery in your back getting you ready for the big weekend and look I mean, we we already kind of teased it last week. I wasn't able to make it. I was heartbroken. Saturday, 10 a.m., college basketball winners. Come and join us. Same place as today. Same time as today, just on Saturday. So come on and hang out. I'll bring as much BPE energy as I got for you here on Saturday morning. Wait, so, so just so I'm clear here, we're talking about the early edge Saturday at 10 o'clock in the morning. You're going to be a part of that show? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, let's go. You saw yeah. Mackenzie Brooks host the show last Saturday at 10 o'clock. Well, Mike looks was on like it. Mike was exactly. Uh, looks like this is going to be a bit of a routine, at least through college basketball, March Madness Conference Championship and down the stretch season. So don't forget notifications on. Put a reminder for yourself. All these Saturday slates are going to be so good from here on out. 
Got the early edge on Saturdays now, 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Proppy, thanks for joining us today. Before we get into our golf picks with me and Mike McClure, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I am doing well. It is an honor to be here. Huge fan of this show. Uh, as you mentioned, Sia, I like to hang out in the chat every Friday, so I am honored to be a part of this, guys. All right, Berg Betts is also in the chat, I believe. So what's up to him? Got some of the crew in there. I see you, Walter Rogers and Danny Brasco. I see you as well. We got some fights this weekend. Correct me if I'm wrong. Huge slate of fight action, Sia. We have PFL versus Bellator. The two promotions merged, and now some of the best of the promotion are facing off against each other to see who had the best talent. And the UFC fight night, Mexico City. Awesome fight card featuring a lot of Mexican fighters fighting in front of their hometown fans. So should be a great weekend of fights. Lock in on Saturday, y'all. All right. Lock in on Saturday. Indeed. By the way, Maestro is locked into the chat. So he's in there as well. And Buckets, Buckets, Buckets is in the chat. I, is Buckets going to challenge me to a showdown in the chat? I don't even know if that's possible at this point. All right, let's 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 transition to golf because we got golf going on right now. But good news, we got golf going off in the afternoon with some round matchups, with some three balls. So, Mike McClure, I want to start with you because you're on a match. So, the, the guy you're fading here is a guy I kind of like for this tournament. But the guy you're on, I think, is super sneaky. He wasn't getting a lot of attention going into this tournament. Talk to me about your round two matchup. Ooh, Mike. Mike's on mute. 0 for 1. Strike 1. 0 for 1. 0 for 1. <laughs> uh, you know, muted on this one here. But, you know, I love Ryan Fox here. Minus 120 over Michael Kim uh, in the round 2 matchup only. Again, round 2 only here. Uh, when I look at what Michael Kim has done recently, first of all, missed the cut last week when he was able to play in that event. But he gained three strokes putting in round one while losing quite a bit tee to green. That is not necessarily a recipe for success. Michael Kim is fine average putting, but certainly not someone we expect to be gaining three strokes on the field uh, on the putting greens. But when I look at Fox, he's someone who had a ton of success uh, in, in terms of some of the world tour events that he uh, has played. So I like him here. The course setup is one where it really matters in terms of being long off the tee. He's averaging about 308 yards in terms of driving distance so far this season. That's going to put him top 30 to 35 overall, but a top 10 in this field. That can really bail him out in certain situations. But I think his skill set is fine here. I'm really betting more against Michael Kim than on Ryan Fox here. I've seen some people want to play Fox over Knapp. That is not something I would do. Uh, Knapp looks great. He has been fantastic uh, tee to green. So I would not play Fox over Knapp. I know that that's a popular option uh, on some of the books out there. But for me, this is betting against Michael Kim more so than betting on uh, Ryan Fox. Yeah, and I totally agree about not fading Jake Knapp in, in any situation right now. He is really a good course fit, hits it a long way, and he's he's one of those guys that we're going to be talking about likely in like two or three months as a guy that, especially in these weaker fields, that's going to be very near the top of the board. I mean, he was kind of close to the top of the board here at the Mexico Open, but but that, that guy's legit. Stay off that one. Go to Ryan Fox over Michael Kim. If you don't like that one, well, you, I'm sure you like it, but if you don't have that one for some reason, I got a three ball that I'm pretty sure is going to be at every book. What's really interesting here, so yesterday we had Steven Yeager, of course, over Alex Smalley. That one hit pretty easily. And then we had Victor Perez at plus 110 over Alexander Bjork and Ben Sigel. Well, we pushed that one. And part of the reason we pushed that one is because Victor Perez was just really bad with the putter and Bjork was really good with the putter. If you looked at the tee to green numbers, 
Victor Perez was way better than Bjork, especially off the tee, but he lost, I believe, a stroke and a half with the putter, and Alexander Bjork gained almost two strokes with the putter. So not a good scenario there. We got the push. Well, guess what, folks? We got to get the win. We're going right back to it. This one is around 2 o'clock today. You got plenty of time to put this win. We're getting a slightly better number because Ben Sigel has been, instead of plus 500, he's down to like plus 425 for whatever reason. He really didn't contest in this matchup yesterday. He was plus six and really out of it within four or five holes of this particular three ball. Again, Victor Perez much better than Alexander Bjork off the tee. Now, Bjork might have him in the long iron game, but the bottom line is here, Tita Green, Victor Perez was way better. If it wasn't for a really bad putter with Victor Perez and a very good putter for Alexander Bjork, and we expect regression on both of those when it comes to, to round two, really anybody's round, uh, I, I think this is one where we're still getting a very good number, obviously a better number than we were yesterday. So I'm going right back to it. These are really the perfect ingredients. I liked Victor Perez going in, as you know, because I had we had him yesterday. But when we look at the numbers and we look at where he failed, which again was with the putter, and he was so good tee to green, it's very, very easy for me to go right back to this one. I love that we're getting a slightly better number. I really do like this three ball, Victor Perez over Bjork and Ben Sigel. All right, those are golf picks. Let me say this too. I want to mention before we get to the rest of the picks here that the afternoon wave is not getting the brunt of it when it comes to wind. So when it comes to live betting, I do think there's some opportunity here. Let's see if some of these guys regress in the morning. Like Eric Van Royen is already plus one. Guys that I liked pre-tournament, like Keith Mitchell, who started three over yesterday and then was really good the rest of the tournament, or I should say the rest of the first round. Guys like that are like 90, 100, 110 to one. I think because the afternoon wave should have just as good conditions as their morning wave, whether it's Keith Mitchell or somebody else in the afternoon, I think they can catch these guys over a couple of rounds. So just something to consider. There may be some long shots in the afternoon, namely Keith Mitchell. He's still got to make the cut and all that, but he played really well after those first three holes, particularly on approach and off the tee. I think this is a pretty good live betting opportunity for the afternoon guys in round two. Something to keep in mind. I already put a very small play on Keith Mitchell. I already had him pre-tournament. I put a, a small play on him at 100 to one uh, last night. He's still in that 90 to 100 to one range. So just something to consider there. Uh, and I do lean his way in the three ball as well. By the way, if you want to make these picks before we get to Danny Brasco and Buckets and of course Chip Patterson. We'll do it at BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. Just place your first wage of at least $5 and you will receive $150 instantly in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE150. That's EDGE150. All right. Well, I teased it. It's a big fight night and Chip teased it. We've got some college basketball, and we know Proppy's here, so we know we got NBA props. We're going to get to all of that, but first, one quick message from our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back. And there's some questions in the chat, Danny, before we get to you. Uh, I'm going to go as far to say that this is a little pet peeve of mine. And, and I mentioned it yesterday. I'm only going that far to assess it like this so that like everybody remembers. When you ask me, Franklin Potts, thanks for being in here. Hit the like button, by the way. Uh, do you like champ over Kim? There's literally three Kims in, in, in this in this tournament. So <laughs> this is one of those situations where even if it's like an obvious name, even if it's Van Royen, I want you to put Eric in there. I want you to put EVR or whatever, because when we're trying to recall things really quickly in the chat and get to the next uh, analyst to give the expert picks, it's just so much easier for us from a recall standpoint and an assessment standpoint to have the full names in there. So I cannot stress it enough, especially in golf. There's 156 golfers in a lot of these tournaments, and a lot of the names are either similar or exactly the same. So please put first and last name and we will try to answer the question. All right, Danny, you got to answer the question as to whether or not you have three fight night picks. Do you? Yes, I do see. And by the way, shout out to my guy Buckets. I know he said he's retiring from showdowns in the chat. He wants no stress in his life, but I got to give him his props. He got me last week. We must be like three and three in UFC showdowns. So my guy Buckets, pretty wow. sharp UFC better along with his soccer picks. But into Saturday's fights we go. And first I mentioned PFL versus Bellator. I'm going to give you a fight pick in that card to start it off. A lot more noteworthy fights on that card than this one. But I have to share this one with you guys. I'm going with Clarissa Shields and Kelsey DeSantis to go under two and a half rounds at just minus 115. Now, I'm bringing this pick to you guys because this is outrageous, the weight class in which it's being fought at. They're fighting at a catch weight to accommodate the pro boxer, Clarissa Shields, who's making her MMA transition. And they're fighting at 165 pounds. That's the heaviest weight class I've ever heard in a women's MMA fight. It's entirely for Clarissa Shields, who's probably going to walk through her in the first round. Her opponent uh, is one and two in her career and just came back from a 10-year layoff. So either Shields is in horrible shape and she just gasses after a round, or more likely she starches her opponent in one round. This is going under two and a half. Easy one in PFL versus Bellator. Now let's transition to UFC Mexico City. Awesome fight card taking place there. And I'm going to give you guys an underdog to start it off. I like a Mexican underdog, Jesus Santos Aguilar. At plus 115, man, this guy is a little pit bull. He's always at a reach disadvantage. He's a shorter guy and is always going to be uh, sort of the smaller man against his opponent. And he will be the less technical striker. His opponent should have a, an advantage at range. But this guy doesn't settle. He's not going to let himself just get picked off at range. He will charge forward. He will crash distance. He will throw bombs to close that distance. And if he gets you on the ground, it's tough to get him off once he gets top control. So I like him at this underdog price at plus 115. Give me the pit bull, Jesus Santos Aguilar. And finally, co-main event of the evening. Fight I'm really looking forward to. Yair El Pantera Rodriguez taking on Brian T-City Ortega. I'm taking Yair Rodriguez to do it again. This is a rematch, and this was Brian Ortega's last fight. Uh, it was almost two years ago, and Yair was doing his thing in round one. He was teeing off on Ortega. Ortega went through like a judo throw and popped his shoulder out. He's coming back from a big shoulder surgery, and he's coming back as this reborn guy. He's talking all this, the, the eagle is reborn philosophy, so it sounds pretty cool, but I don't know what he's going to do differently against the striker, the electric kickboxer, Yair Rodriguez. At range, Yair is just too, too technical and, and too dynamic. 
Ortega's going to have to submit him to win, and I don't think Yair is getting subbed. So give me Yair Rodriguez at this good price tag of minus 145. I feel he should be closer to minus 200. So the line is in our favor. Take Yair in the co-main, and there's some fight night picks for you guys on Saturday night. I absolutely love it. That First of all, did you say somebody was going to starch somebody? Stop, Clarissa Shields is going to starch her opponent. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that. Your your lexicon when it comes to fight night stuff is so very impressive. I absolutely love that. All right, uh, Proppy, we got to get to you. And, and, and Mike McClure, I have an NBA question for you and Proppy. Once Proppy gives out his NBA props. And Chip Patterson, we got a couple college basketball games to talk about. Before we get there, let's hear a message from our partners. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats. All right, Proppy, we're back and we're in day two of the NBA being back from the All-Star break. It's kind of weird, right? Because you, you always conceive of the All-Star break being like in the middle of the season. But, you know, these teams only have 25, 27, 28 games left. Uh, you've got a couple of props for us today. Uh, one of them that's very intriguing to me, the second one you're going to talk about, because I want to talk about that game just a little bit. But talk to us about your two props first. Yeah, I do indeed. See, I've got a pair of props that I absolutely love. Uh, we're going to start with Chet Holmgren. We're going over 23 and a half combined points and rebounds for uh, the stud rookie center. This is just a dream matchup coming against the Washington Wizards. Uh, they rank dead last in defensive efficiency. They also play at one of the fastest paces in the NBA. We know addition or extra pace uh, leads to additional opportunities. So they have just been so generous to opposing centers as well. They give up the most points and the most rebounds to opposing centers on a per game basis, naturally giving up the most points and combined uh, rebounds here. And that was when they had Daniel Gafford at center, who was traded to the Dallas Mavericks at the trade deadline, leaving Marvin Bagley as their starting center and when he is not on the floor and he is not a good defensive center whatsoever he's out of position as well they go even smaller so uh, this is just like a fantastic matchup for Chet Holmgren love this spot for him even though Oklahoma City they're 16 point favorites he could easily get home uh, in a blowout so uh, this is my favorite play on the board so far and then I'm gonna actually fade Donovan Mitchell we're going under 38 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. This is just a big number for Mitchell when the Cleveland Cavaliers are seemingly at full strength with Darius Garland back playing without limitations. Oh, by the way, who looked pretty good last night, had really been struggling since returning uh, back to injury. But I actually think the Sixers' defense is better than they're giving credit for, especially uh, 
without Joel Embiid. They've really struggled, but the defensive backcourt is still very good. Uh, they're only surrendering 11 made three-pointers per game. A big chunk of Donovan Mitchell's scoring production is from behind the arc. He makes nearly four three-pointers per game. And the Sixers surrender the third lowest field goal percentage at the perimeter at just 34.9%. So I think they're going to focus on Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a difficult matchup for him. Uh, elsewhere, uh, if we're talking about the Sixers front court, which obviously without Joel Embiid is extremely vulnerable. I think we're going to see Evan Mobley, Jarrett Allen uh, ha have big scoring days, and as a result, it's going to temper uh, Donovan Mitchell's output in this game. So I'm going to fade uh, Mitchell under 38.5 points, rebounds, and assists, and we're going to back Chet Holmgren over 23.5 points and rebounds. All right. Absolutely love that. Let me ask you something, Proppy. And then, and Mike, I want to kick it to you as well here. Um, Donovan Mitchell prop. So I noticed before this show went live, the Cavaliers were favored by three and a half points. It's now just in the last, like literally in the last 18 minutes, it's moved up to four and a half points. I really liked it at three and a half. I think it was three earlier. Cavs at the Sixers. I mean, Alex, Proppy, you know as well as anybody, like the Sixers aren't really in good shape right now. Uh, what do you do, do? You like this even at four and a half, or, or again, I know you don't bet sides, but at three and a half, it seemed like a really nice bet. Four and a half, I'm not so sure. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I'd lean, I'd lean Cleveland here again. It's just been a tough go for this Philadelphia team. Sands, Joel Embiid, uh, still integrating a couple of pieces that they acquired at the trade deadline. Uh, Buddy Heald, uh, Kyle Lowry also joining the 76ers as well. So I, I lean 76ers, not something I have uh, tremendous conviction behind, however. No, right. Excuse me, I beat Cleveland, excuse me, see ya. Yeah, fair enough. And Mike, again, I know you don't bet sides a ton here, but any thoughts on this Cleveland Cavaliers matchup on the road at Philly, both these teams coming off a of back-to-back? Yeah, it's fascinating coming off the back-to-back -back after the extended uh, rest. It looks like Donovan Mitchell is likely to go. That is mostly what some of the line movement is here. Uh, the only thing I would mention on the Philly side, in combination with Alex talking about how good they are in terms of some of the perimeter defense, uh, they should get De'Anthony Melton back, which would definitely help uh, some of the depth issues for Philly with him beat out. So I, as far as the number here, I actually make the number right at four. Um, having said that, I would still, if you said, Mike, you have to play this game, I would still be on the Cleveland side, but it wouldn't shock me at all if this one is ultimately ends up being very, very competitive still. Uh, again, mostly because of the style of basketball that Cleveland wants to play and that perimeter defense uh, for Philly. All right. Absolutely love that assessment. Again, four and a half, I'd probably lay off. If it was three and a half, um, I, I would have probably taken it. Maybe it'll go right back down there. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, all right, Chip Patterson, we had your energy on the front end. Now we need your good picks on the back end. You've got a couple of picks for tonight, I believe, because all the Saturday stuff, again, we'll, we'll have the early edge tomorrow at 10 o'clock, so you'll be there for all the Saturday stuff. We got a couple of smaller conference, slightly smaller conferences to talk about. What are your two picks today? Okay, so we got a couple multi-possession favorites on a Friday. What could go wrong? We begin 6 p.m. Eastern time on the Mothership CBS Sports Network, where, of course, you get to hear the that theme music that gets us fired up for every single March Madness. We're going Akron minus 7.5, and, and the theme with both of our picks today now is trying to make sure that you are getting in the right spot for the end of the season. The Zips have fallen on some hard times. They've lost two out of their last three, and now they are tied for first place in the MAC. and John Gross, under 
understands from all of his time in the MAC, whether it's at Ohio, whether it's at Akron, you need to be playing your best ball going into the MAC tournament. And I think that this is a terrific get right spot against a Kent State team playing its second road game in a row. Now we're going to go to the Wolfpack. Two words. That's right in the nightcap. We're going Nevada minus nine and a half. I know there's some tens out there as well. When I handicapped this one yesterday before the lines were out, I was saying, you know, 10 and a half to 12, anywhere in there is a go zone for me because the Wolfpack, you know, their highest gear is to absolutely beat the brakes off you. And look, they beat San Jose State by 30 points. They are on the road. Do you think that San Jose State is going to be coming for some kind of revenge? Maybe, but let me just raise up that level of revenge because I'll take you back to last year when many of those same starters and contributors were on the court for Nevada and San Jose State. First game for Nevada in the Mountain West tournament, they get upset in overtime by San Jose State. That loss combined with not being able to stack more quality wins, all of a sudden Nevada gets bounced down to the play-in. They've got to go to Dayton, and what happens there? They lose to Arizona State. So Nevada's remembering, when they look at San Jose State, when they look at those same players, these guys screwed us last year in the Mountain West Tournament. No mercy here, even on the road in San Jose. Uh, I like Nevada to play close to its peak, and close to its peak is absolutely winning by double digits. I love it. I, I love Nevada. Honestly, I, I've watched a little bit of Nevada. Uh, I always say Nevada, by the way. I know that's wrong. I know it's Nevada. Danny, do you say Nevada or Nevada? Ne- Neva- Nevada. I say Nevada. Is that is that really wrong? I, well, no, Nevada. Nevada's no, Nevada is wrong, apparently. Right, Chip? It's Nevada, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I got family. I got family out there. So, you know, they, they're they out in the Summerlin area, you know, like right outside of Las Vegas. And so I'm, I, I feel like I've got Nevada in my head, you know, just from from all those conversations with family members. So I've if you're cr- from see if you're from Nevada, Chip, if you're from Nevada, are you in Nevada in Oh, I, I I am not. So I'm a North Ooh. Carolinian, but I've got an aunt that left North Carolina and now works out there in Nevada. So but you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, an anchorman yeah. situation. San Diego, San Diego, in. Yeah, it's a good point. I think we should stick with Nevada, Nevada here. Nevada. Uh, probably we got to go around the board here. Do you say Nevada? You're on the West Coast. Do you say Nevada or Nevada? Uh, <laughs> I say Nevada. Okay, okay, Mike McClure. Honestly, I think I say both. Depends on yeah, depends on the day. If I'm being honest, what with you. a hedge! Mike never hedges. That's so yep. weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, All right. catch it again. I'm, I'm going to mess up everybody. But Gonzaga, Gonzaga. I say Jag- Gonzaga, but Jag- I know people. Jaguars or Jaguars? Okay, first, that's a different one. Oh, that's, that's a different one. That, that's a cross country situation, right? That's a ja- Jaguars is how you say that. Jaguar is the way that like the company would say it, right? That's right. That's right. All right. Hey, new free ads. Come sponsor us on the early edge. <laughs> let's uh, let's check out the recap screen real quick. We've got Mike McClure on Ryan Fox over Michael Kim. This is a round two matchup. I've got a round two three ball. Victor Perez plus one fifteen over Alexander Bjork and Ben Sigel. Chip Patterson, Akron minus seven and a half, and Nevada minus nine and a half, and Danny Brasco. Three fights here. Shields, DeSantis under two and a half rounds. Santos Aguilar money line plus one fifteen, and Yair Rodriguez money line minus one forty five, and Proppy Chet Holmgren Holmgren, excuse me, over twenty three and a half points and rebounds, and Donovan Mitchell under thirty eight and a half points, rebounds, and assists. 
Wow, what a show. A lot of picks on this show. And by the way, there's a lot more picks on Sportsline. And by the way, also, uh, thoughts and prayers to Buckets. I didn't realize he he made a post on Twitter. I'm seeing at the early end of our show, Bradley Jacobs saying, make sure you keep Buckets in your thoughts today. He seems he's doing okay. Um, but I guess he had posted something on Twitter about his health. I think he is doing okay. Um, but certainly those are always scary things. So if you're still in the chat, say get better Buckets, which we know he will. Ladies and gentlemen, what a show. On behalf of Buckets, on behalf of Chip Patterson, on behalf of Proppy, Mike McClure, Jake the Snake on the ones, the twos, the threes, and the fours, this is The Early Edge. I am the counselor, and we rest our case. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.